Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, February 26th, and this is for the week of February 26th through March 4th. Uh, we, of course, have to start out by at least acknowledging what's going on in Ukraine and just saying that, uh, you know, we're definitely praying for the people of Ukraine and for everyone involved in what's going on. And, um, you know, again, at the end of the day, Almy, and, well, I am, I shouldn't speak for Almy, but I'm a pretty simple person. And I, I just don't like seeing people get hurt, and I just want everyone to be happy. And um, we're just praying for everyone in Ukraine right now. Um you know, and I wanted to try to tie in some astrology to that. At the same time, it's just kind of hard to do uh, when we're dealing with something that's so immediate right now. But um, looking at President Zelensky's chart a little bit, and I actually got to, to read up a little bit about him. I didn't know that he was actually, he has a background as a comedian and an actor before becoming president of Ukraine. And he appeared on a TV show called Servant of the People. And if you aren't already aware, there's also a, a video of him on YouTube performing with his comedy troupe. And in this particular sketch, he plays the piano with his penis for five minutes. So uh, maybe check that out if you could use a little levity at this time. But uh, I looked at his chart, and Zelensky has some significant Leo and Aquarius in his chart. Mm -hmm. He is an Aquarius. He was born January 25th, and he has Venus conjunct his sun. So his sun is at 5 degrees Aquarius, and his Venus is also at 5 degrees Aquarius. So that type of placement makes me think that he is very much interested in doing what's best for the group. He's very interested in humanity. He has a very strong Aquarian influence in his chart. And his Mars is at 0 degrees Leo, which I thought was also noteworthy. Um, zero is considered a critical degree. That means the planet, when it's at zero degrees in your chart, is going to have extra influence over the course of your life. So with him having Mars at zero degrees Leo, that means he was born on the day that Mars was changing signs. And, uh, and it's um, Mars is, of course, the planet of aggression. It's the planet of fighting, war. It's our sex drive. It's our passion. And with his Mars and Leo, I mean, this seems like a guy who's going to definitely put up a fight. He's not going to shy away. He's going to bring a lot of charisma to this challenge. He's going to bring a tremendous amount of heart, even though, of course, the odds are, are very much stacked against um, Ukraine at this point. But again, I'm not a, a war analyst or anything like that. But just looking at the planets, um, you know, as you can already see um, some of his charisma coming through. Um, of course, there's that sketch of him playing the piano with his penis for five minutes. So there's that. Uh, but also that recent quote from him where the U.S. offered to help him evacuate. And he said, I need ammunition, not a ride. So there's going to be a lot of heart and a lot of charisma coming from the people of Ukraine. And again, we're just wishing them the best. And uh, I know it's just a, a very, very scary time right now. Um, you know, the United States, as we've talked before on the podcast, the United States is going through its Pluto return. And its Pluto return was actually exact last Tuesday, February 22nd. So last Tuesday, February 22nd, that means Pluto was at the exact same degree and the exact same sign that it was when the United States was born. And the United mm. States was born 
for all intents and purposes, when the Declaration of Independence was signed. That's the day and the year that people go off of to cast the birth chart for the United States. Mm. Um, but again, this is a long-term influence. So, you know, as far as the U.S. goes, I don't know if anything specifically we noticed, you know, happened February 22nd. But, you know, the Pluto return started for the U.S. back in 2008. That's when Pluto first returned to the sign of Capricorn. It had not been in Capricorn since the late 1700s. Mm. And in 2008, that was also the year the United States elected its first black president. And that was a tremendous change for the United States. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was in the late 1700s. And, you know, can you imagine a black president being elected president of the United States in the late 1700s? Not really. But again, Pluto is that sign of transformation. It's that that sign of uh, it's the planet of rebirth, and uh, the U.S. is dealing with that right now. And and you can see on the world scale, the U.S. is now being challenged uh, as to what its place is in the world, and are we still a global power? And and you know, a lot of uncertainty right now. We don't know how things are going to play out, and um, there's a lot of potential for further power struggles. Um, Pluto is going to remain in Capricorn until 2024. It does go into Capricorn briefly for a bit in 2023, but then it retrogrades right back out of it. So for all intents and purposes, Pluto's not going to move into Aquarius until 2024. So while Pluto remains in Capricorn, it's in Capricorn right now. It's going to be in Capricorn again for the most part until 2024. And Pluto being the, this planet of ultimate power and power struggles and who's going to rule the world and all that. And, you know, the way we're going to, these power struggles are going to take place, you know, again, just in my humble opinion, looking at the planets and whatnot, is that we're going to be struggling with what we already know. Mm. Capricorn deals with what we already know. Capricorn draws its strength from the past. So however we've fought and struggled collectively up to this point, with wars and battles and that kind of stuff, I, I expect that to continue, this kind of thing. Um, I, again, once Pluto gets into Aquarius, I think we're going to fight a little bit differently. <laughs> but um, up until then, I think we're still going to be fighting these battles where... Because some of what's going on, at least just from my layman's point of view, is like, haven't we you know, had these kind of struggles in the past and didn't we see that it didn't really work and yet we're doing it again? And again, Capricorn's not looking to reinvent the wheel. It's like if if a world leader decides they want to take over the world, they're going to start a war, I guess. Um, again, they're, they're, it's coming from a place of ego, though, and it's coming from a place of, of more of an individual preference as opposed to Pluto being an Aquarius, which is going to be much more concerned about everyone. And if one person isn't happy, then, you know, we're going to fix that maybe. But Again, that's, that's grandiose thinking, and um, but um, but you know Pluto's the planet of power, and and as we transition from Pluto in, in Capricorn to Pluto in Aquarius, you know the old guard is not going to just give away their power without a fight. It's not like a world leader is going to wake up one day and say, "Oh, Pluto's in Aquarius now. I guess I'm going to stop being a tyrant or whatever." Mm-hmm. That's not really usually how power changes. So. I, I still unfortunately see for the next couple of years at least there's going to be a big pull to want to roll back the clock, roll back time, f- bring up old battles, um, try to uh, suppress people from being who they are. I think we're going to see a lot of those struggles uh, over the next couple of years because there are certain there's that certain mindset 
that is still out there that's not going to go away um, for a while yet. So in the meantime, there is, of course, a lot of good to be found in the world. I don't mean this to be a, a doomsday downer kind of, a, of an episode. But again, we can all feel it in the air mm-hmm. that this is a really stressful time. And, um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of anger coming up, a lot of emotions for everyone. We're, we're all impacted by this. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are on planet Earth, we are all impacted by this. And that's um, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's why I try to script things. Otherwise, I get emotional really quickly. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, you know, collectively, we have been through quite a bit over the last couple of years dealing with COVID. And now it seems like we're finally coming out of COVID just in time for, um, you know, a lot of potential. Ugh. Anyway, so anyway, a lot of emotions <laughs> yeah. out there, a lot of intensity. And I think this is the perfect time as any to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned at the top, Elmy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week I like to ask Elmy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, we are in Pisces right now, and mm-hmm. Pisces is known for real imagination, kind of out there, dreamy thinking, just kind of uh, moving beyond reality, kind of a kind of an energy. Mm-hmm. And Disney World, I believe it's Disney World, recently opened up or is about to open up some sort of immersive hotel that is yeah. Star Wars themed, so you can like stay in this hotel, and it's like you are in. Star Wars. Have you heard good things about this hotel? And as a Scorpio, could you ever see yourself staying there? Oh boy. Um, okay. Yeah. It's called, I think it's called the Galactic Star Cruiser. And the thing about this is it's not just a hotel, it is not simply a Star Wars themed hotel. It is described as an immersive experience. So it's described as basically a two day, two night escape room slash like murder mystery dinner slash um like live action role-playing game and they call it a land cruiser the idea is that you're going off into space but then you are essentially stuck in this thing for two days and one night i maybe i don't think it's two nights i think it's two days one night or maybe it's two nights and i think that at one point they let you out into galaxy's edge to go to the star wars land but then you come back and inside there are no windows Well, there are windows, but there's a video of space behind it because you're supposed to feel like you're in space. So there are no windows to any natural light. And the rooms are small because for some reason it's designed like you're on a cruise. And you're essentially in there the whole time without seeing any sunlight. And as a Scorpio and as just a human, that sounds really frightening to me (laughs) and really claustrophobic. And I like Star Wars, but I don't like it that much. And, and just real quick, if I'm understanding you right, did you say it's like an escape room? Like you're actually in some sort of scenario that you have to escape out of? I've heard frequent descriptions that escape room is not necessarily that you have to escape, but it's the best mm. way, I think, for describing when you and your friends go into a very immersive game experience where there are rules and you have to do certain things. It's been described that when you're on the ship, as they call it, you'll be thrown into different missions. Mm. And you'll, with people who are dressed up as characters on the cruiser with you. And depending on what you choose, you'll have a very different experience than even the people you traveled with. You'll find if you're with the New Order, or if you're with the Rebels, or if you're with a different group, 
And as you play on the ship, you get more missions. And I think you see these missions on your cell phone. You have to download the app when you go there. Hmm. But then you do everything in real life. And there are hidden rooms on the ship that you can find depending on what your mission is. And you'll see Chewbacca and the robots and all of that. Or the droids, sorry. Um, but to me, it's just too much. I don't. It, I've, it's been described as an experience that's great for an extrovert, but for an introvert, it sounds like a nightmare. Mm. I consider myself, I guess, an extroverted introvert mm. in that I can be introverted around very few people, but this scenario sounds horrible to me. I get it, though. If you're a huge Star Wars fan and if you like live-action role-playing and immersive stuff, this is a very unique experience. If it were an interactive immersive Mad Men hotel or something where mm-hmm. you like pretend you're in the early 60s at, like, you know, with Don Draper and everyone. Like, okay, I get it. I do get it. Um, But it's not for me, especially the idea that there's no sunlight, there's no windows. I absolutely hate that. The rooms look really tiny. It honestly looks so frightening to me. That that idea of having to interact with so many people in such a small, cramped space without seeing sunlight sounds like a nightmare to me. So, not my thing. Okay, so as a Scorpio, you don't see yourself staying there anytime soon. No, I don't see this as a Scorpio place at all, but that is just one Scorpio's opinion. Cool. Yeah. But in the meantime, still a huge fan of Disneyland and Disney World and, and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. As the world gets more treacherous, my need for escape increases, and I fall in love with Disneyland <laughs> more and more every day. Yeah. Well, Disneyland is that perfect place to escape to oh, during yeah. uh, stressful times, no doubt. Thank you, Almy. As always, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to my brand new niece. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Your brand new niece. That's Amelia right. Jean, a.k.a. Yeah. Millie. Welcome to the world, Amelia Jean. Yay. She is a Pisces. She was born last week. She has a Sagittarius moon. Nice. And mm. she is Leo rising. Heck yeah. So huge congratulations to my sister, Brooke, and my brother-in-law, Justin. Congratulations, and, um, yay. Yeah, we love you, and, and welcome to the world, Millie. Yay. So um, sweet. So this weekend, at least, uh, depending on what part of the world you're in, if you're having a more leisurely weekend, you know, this is one of those ambitious kind of weekends. We have a lot of planets in Capricorn right now, and the moon is in Capricorn this weekend. So you might feel like you just have a lot you want to accomplish. You're running errands. You want to get this crossed off your list you want to take care of that so it might not be the most relaxing weekend and as we were talking about with uh, sort of desperately wanting to escape from reality at times especially when we're in pisces uh, that could be a little tricky to do this weekend there might mm. be just a heavy dose of reality out there uh thanks to the uh the capricorn planets we're working with right now um just breaking up my sorry my day planner here but um Sunday especially, the Capricorn moon is going to form conjunctions with Venus, Mars, and Pluto Mm. in Capricorn. So just a lot of ambitious energy right there. A lot of, um, again, at the very least wanting to achieve something. I think it might be a little tricky to relax this weekend if we don't at least, you know, do the dishes or clean out that corner of the closet that's been bothering you or making that run to the thrift store or whatever. I feel like we're going to want to be taking care of some kind of tasks at the same time. If you're suffering from nervous energy right now, you might have that extra energy to do all these things. So it might actually be a very productive weekend for you. If you are feeling nervous and, and fragile out there at the moment, it might be a good time to try to channel that energy into uh, taking care of tasks Uh, around the house. Um, Sunday later in the day, the moon will enter Aquarius. 
And as always, if you are feeling kind of down in the dumps, if the uh, Capricorn energy is weighing you down a bit, once the moon goes into Aquarius, at least for me, that's when I feel like I can breathe again and I can kind of detach from things. Not everything seems so permanent. Not everything seems like I'm being judged or that it's going to go down on my permanent record. <laughs> there does seem to be a lot more flexibility for me, at least, once um, the moon goes into Aquarius. So um, the start of this week, Monday, the moon will be in Aquarius. Uh, Tuesday... Uh, it'll go into Pisces. Now, mm. now Tuesday, the big event is going to be the sun is going to form a sextile with Uranus. Uh, when that happens, there could be some surprises. There could be some erratic behavior, eccentric behavior, uh, that kind of a thing. That is exact at 9.05 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday, March 1st. So um, watch out for that. Now, Wednesday, we're going to have a new moon, and the new moon is going to be in Pisces. So again, new moon, they always say it's a good time to kind of hit that reset button. You can kind of recalibrate. You can set new goals, get focused again, that kind of a deal, good time to set intentions. Uh, for me, as I always say, the, the new moon always drains me. I always feel kind of out of sorts and, and uh, stressed out around the time of the new yeah. moon. But you again, struggle with it. yeah, but at yeah. least I know it's coming and I kind of know like, oh, it's the new moon. That's why I'm cranky. Instead yep. of taking it out on other people or blaming this situation or that situation, I'm like, you know what? I'm blaming the, the moon. Yeah. This one's on you, moon. <laughs> so Pisces new moon is Wednesday, February, or sorry, Wednesday, March 2nd. Um, Mercury is going to form a conjunction in Saturn on March 2nd as well. Mercury, the planet of communication, uh, joining up with Saturn, the planet of structure, uh, obligations, karma, that kind of stuff. So there might be some heavy conversations on Wednesday you might be dealing with. Um, and again, depending on how the new moon affects you, you might feel a little lethargic and it might be kind of a stressful day. So really anything on Wednesday, if you can push it until actually and push it until next week, that'd be fantastic probably. <laughs> but um Later in the week, Thursday and Friday. Now, Thursday and Friday, I'm looking at my day planner. I'm looking at what the planets are doing, and I jotted down some notes. And on Thursday, I wrote down, stuff's about to go down. And on on Saturday, actually, this is Saturday, March 5th, I just wrote nuts, exclamation <laughs> point. Uh, uh, and this was a few weeks ago when I was kind of making these notes. Um, and why did I think stuff's going to go down on Thursday, March 3rd? And part of that is because Mars is going to form a conjunction with Pluto. Mars is in Capricorn. Pluto is in Capricorn. So again, Mars, the planet of aggression, fighting. There's a lot of um, fighting going on in the world right now. And with Mars bumping up against Pluto, and as we've talked about, Pluto is that planet that's just, uh, you know, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose, but there's going to be a power struggle. So with Mars and Pluto meeting up again in the sign of Capricorn, so what are we fighting over? Well, we're fighting over the material things of life. We're fighting over stuff. We're fighting over land, money, those kind of things. Um, that stuff's going to be seeming very, very, very important or even more important than it already does, especially on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So look for uh, more power struggles to be coming then. Also, Venus is going to form a conjunction with Pluto on Thursday. Um, and that's the other thing. Right now, Venus and Mars are in a conjunction in Capricorn which is supposed to bring pleasantness to things. So as, as unstable as things feel at the moment, I'm almost thinking like, well, if Mars and Venus weren't in conjunction, would it maybe be worse right now? I don't know. I'm trying to look at it that way. <laughs> but um, Thursday, a lot of power struggles going on. And also the moon will be in Pisces. Uh, so it's going to be that 
just that struggle like kind of talking about this weekend the pisces energy wants to escape it wants to focus on the gentle things in life like almy went on a walk today and took a picture of a squirrel (laughs) and that really warmed my heart it's like you know what there's so much reality right now this cute squirrel is really uh um picking up my day or you know i took a picture of our cat pin and posted that on instagram Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was like you know i just need a sleeping cat right now i just need to be around a sleeping cat that's that's just really nice so um yeah, this this coming week, there's there, there's not a lot of it's not looking particularly diplomatic or relaxing. I guess is kind of what I'm getting at. To put it in broad strokes, and then this is a little bit more for next week. But Saturday, March fifth, Saturday, March fifth. This is where I wrote down nuts mm-hmm. exclamation point. Yeah. And I guess the reason I did that is because Mars is going to change signs that day. Mars will be leaving Capricorn, heading into Aquarius. Venus will also be switching signs that day. Venus will be leaving Capricorn. And, you know, Venus has been in Capricorn for about four months now. And if you are someone, yeah, if you're someone out there who does love being, you know, Venus being in Capricorn, that's fantastic. But for everyone else, if you're not a fan of Venus being in Capricorn, this is your day, actually. It's like it's finally leaving Capricorn. It's going to go into Aquarius. However, I always say on the days when Mars changes signs, people can be especially edgy. And on the day when Venus changes signs, people can also be edgy and crabby. So Saturday, March 5th, both Mars and Venus are changing signs on the same day. So I think people will be doubly edgy, if that makes any sense. And also, this will be around the time... Um, again, right now, Mars is in Capricorn. We're fighting over the things we can see. Can I see it? Can I touch it? Can I put it in my pocket? We're fighting over laws. We're fighting over boundaries. And now it's going to go into Aquarius on March 5th, where it's going to be more focused on ideas. It's going to be more focused on innovation. And it's going to be more focused on humanity. But again, this particular week coming up here, Mars is still going to be very much focused on, um, well, what's in front of it and you know what's in front of it right now is um i don't know anyway wishing for the best and again you know in all sincerity just praying from the bottom of our hearts for the people of ukraine i don't like seeing anyone getting bombed that's just not just not good um so anyway thank you for listening we love you and uh, i could use a few deep breaths so hopefully almy will take us out with a couple deep breaths let's take a few deep breaths take this moment to settle into your space just relax your shoulders You can sit down or you can lie down. Just find a spot where you feel comfortable. And if you like, you can close your eyes. And all together, let's take a slow, deep breath in through the nose. And slowly let the breath out through the mouth. And take one more just like that. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Last one. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. And release any tension you may still be carrying in your body. Release any tension in your forehead. I carry a lot of tension in my forehead. Jaw too. And thank you as always so much for listening. We so appreciate your support. We hope you have a great weekend and a great week. We're praying for everyone out there. And we'll talk to you again soon.